Chapter Two of the Orange Fairy Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Orange Fairy Book by Andrew Lang. The Magic Mirror. Native Rhodesian Tale, from the Senna. A long, long while ago, before ever the white men were seen in Senna, there lived a man called Gopani Kufa. One day, as he was out hunting, he came upon a strange sight. An enormous python had caught an antelope and coiled itself around it. The antelope, striking out in despair with its horns, had pinned the python's neck to a tree, and so deeply had its horns sunk in the soft wood that neither creature could get away help cried the antelope for i was doing no harm yet i have been caught and would have been eaten had i not defended myself help me said the python for i am insato king of all the reptiles and will reward you well gopani kufa considered for a moment then stabbing the antelope with his assegai he set the python free i thank you said the python come back here with the new moon when I shall have eaten the antelope, and I will reward you as I promised. Yes, said the dying antelope, he will reward you, and lo, your reward shall be your own undoing. Gopani Kufa went back to his kraal, and with the new moon he returned again to the spot where he had saved the python. Insato was lying upon the ground, still sleepy from the effects of his huge meal, and when he saw the man he thanked him again, and said, come with me now to peter which is my own country and i will give you what you will of all my possessions gopani kufa at first was afraid thinking of what the antelope had said but finally he consented and followed insato into the forest for several days they travelled and at last they came to a hole leading deep into the earth it was not very wide but large enough to admit a man hold on to my tail said insato and i will go down first drawing you after me the man did so and insato entered down 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 they went for days all the while getting deeper and deeper into the earth until at last the darkness ended and they dropped into a beautiful country around them grew short green grass on which browsed herds of cattle and sheep and goats in the distance gopani kufa saw a great collection of houses all square built of stone and very tall and their roofs were shining with gold and burnished iron gopani kufa turned to insato but found in the place of the python a man strong and handsome with the great snake skin wrapped round him for covering and on his arms and neck were rings of pure gold the man smiled i am insato said he but in my own country i take man's shape even as you see me for this is peter the land over which i am king he then took gopani kufa by the hand and led him towards the sun on the way they passed rivers in which men and women were bathing and fishing and boating and farther on they came to gardens covered with heavy crops of rice and maize and many other grains which gopani kufa did not even know the name of and as they passed the people who were singing at their work in the fields abandoned their labours and saluted insato with delight bringing also palm wine and green coconuts for refreshment as to one returned from a long journey these are my children 
said Insato, waving his hand towards the people. Gopani Kufa was much astonished at all that he saw, but he said nothing. Presently they came to the town. Everything here, too, was beautiful, and everything that a man might desire he could obtain. Even the grains of dust in the streets were of gold and silver. Insato conducted Gopani Kufa to the palace, and showing him his rooms and the maidens who would wait upon him, told him that they would have a great feast that night, and on the morrow he might name his choice of the riches of Pita, and it should be given him. Then he was away. Now Gopani Kufa had a wasp called Zengi Mizi. Zengi Mizi was not an ordinary wasp, for the spirit of the father of Gopani Kufa had entered it, so that it was exceedingly wise. In times of doubt, Gopani Kufa always consulted the wasp as to what had better be done, so on this occasion he took it out of the little rush basket in which he carried it, saying, Zengi Mizi, what gift shall I ask of Insato to-morrow, when he would know the reward he shall bestow on me for saving his life? Bzzz, hummed Zengi Mizi, ask him for Sipao the mirror, and it flew back into its basket. Gopani Kufa was astonished at this answer, but knowing that the words of Zengi Mizi were true words, he determined to make the request. So that night they feasted, and on the morrow Insato came to Gopani Kufa, and, giving him greeting joyfully, he said, Now, O my friend, name your choice amongst my possessions, and you shall have it. O king, answered Gopani Kufa, out of all your possessions I will have the mirror, Sipao. The king started. O oh, friend, Gopani Kufa, he said, ask anything but that. I did not think that you would request that which is most precious to me. Let me think over it again, then, O oh, king, said Gopani Kufa, and tomorrow I will let you know, if I change my mind. But the king was still much troubled, fearing the loss of Sipao, for the Mirva had magic powers, so that he, who owned it, had but to ask, and his wish would be fulfilled. To it Insato owed all that he possessed. As soon as the king left him, Gopani Kufa again took Zengi Mizi out of his basket. Zengi Mizi, he said, the king seems loth to grant my request for the Mirva. Is there not some other thing of equal value for which I might ask? and the wasp answered, There is nothing in the world, O Gopani Kufa, which is of such value as this mirror, for it is a wishing mirror, and accomplishes the desires of him who owns it. If the king hesitates, go to him the next day, and the day after, and in the end he will bestow the mirror upon you, for you saved his life. And it was even so. For three days Gopani Kufa returned the same answer to the king, and, at last, with tears in his eyes, Insato gave him the mirror, which was of polished iron, saying, Take Sipao, then, O Gopani Kufa, and may thy wishes come true. Go back now to thine own country. Sipao will show you the way. Gopani Kufa was greatly rejoiced, and, taking farewell of the king, said to the mirror, Sipao, Sipao! I wish to be back upon the earth again. Instantly he found himself standing upon the upper earth, but, not knowing the spot, he said again to the mirror, Sipao, Sipao, I want the path to my own kraal. And behold, right before him lay the path. When he arrived home he found his wife and daughter mourning for him, for they thought that he had been eaten by lions. But he comforted them, saying that while following a wounded antelope, 
he had missed his way, and had wandered for a long time before he had found the path again. That night he asked Zengi Mizi, in whom sat the spirit of his father, what he had better ask Sipao for next. Bizzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
Then Gopani Kufa calmed himself and drew out Zengimizi from its rush basket. O oh, spirit of my father, he said, what now shall I do? O oh, Gopani Kufa, hummed the wasp, there is nothing now that can be done, for the words of the antelope which you slew are being fulfilled. Alas, I am an old man, I had forgotten, cried the chief. The words of the antelope were true words, my reward shall be my undoing, they are being fulfilled. Then the white men fell upon the people of Gopani Kufa, and slew them together with the chief and his daughter Shazaza, and since then all the power of the earth has rested in the hands of the white men, for they have in their possession Sipao, the magic mirror. End of The Magic Mirror